you don't care about the truth of 9-11. You, you believe lies. And I think you're actually shilling when it comes to Flight 93 in Shanksville. You cannot trust these quote-unquote witnesses. You just can't. If this was a genuine movement, they'd be separating the wheat from the tares. It is, I will say, objective truth that no plane hit the Pentagon and no plane hit that field. That's what the evidence shows. Hello, everyone. That was the voice of today's guest, Eric Sandstrom. Eric and I have corresponded over a number of years, I would say cordially, in spite of us each thinking that the other is part of the problem when it comes to 9-11 truth. As you heard, Eric is firmly convinced that no planes crashed at either Shanksville or the Pentagon. This is not a position that I seriously entertain. I didn't invite Eric on to explain it. I'm not being insulting here. Eric is even more contemptuous of my position than I am of his. For me, this conversation represented a chance to see how people form their worldviews, the role conspiracy culture plays in that, and to find out, can we dialogue across these ideological boundaries? I start out by asking Eric how he became interested in 9-11 Truth. It actually happened 2014. I didn't even know it was on 9-11. I was on Facebook and I came across that old platitude, never forget. And I was like, huh. And I remembered a bootleg VHS I watched in 2006 where there was no doubt something was up with those towers. So I looked at it for a week and the linchpin was that the 110 stories on each tower and each floor was an acre in size or three acres. No, an acre in size. That's right. And they were all gone. That was my linchpin. And I knew that I knew something was up. The towers, no doubt in my mind, the towers exploded. And real quickly, I'd just like to mention, um, I went on a Facebook debate page because I had power now. I had the truth. I was in alignment with the way things really are. And I went to my first Facebook debate page and I ran into Adam Fitzgerald and he came off straight up debunker. And that's all I have to say. He was wrong. That's all. That's, so that's how I got into it. It was 214. I came across an old platitude, never forget. I looked into it, saw that the towers exploded and I was off and running. Okay, well, good to and hear you and Adam have been forward. chatting away for nine years. Go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. And then just fast forward, you come up to August 11th, 2021. So that was, um, what is that? Six years and 11 months? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And now I conclude, this is how I have it packaged, where there's no doubt what I'm saying. It's controlled opposition, but I like to say the same evil force that did 9-11 is the same evil force behind the 9-11 truth movement. Okay, now just let me rewind you for a moment. Prior to that event in okay. 2014, were you a guy yes. who was generally suspicious of the government, or did you think everything was basically what you saw on the on the evening news was? I had the case? no interest whatsoever. I to this day, I don't think I've ever watched a news briefing in my life, apart to look at the weather. Uh, I had no interest in politics. It's like a nauseating topic for me. So none. Okay, so so that it has no problem that. Because, you know, when you see the towers explode, by default, the government is accountable. Right. But you're not a guy who's like, you're not a guy who's looking at the geopolitics of the Ukraine war at the moment or anything like that. No, not even, not even. Nope. Okay. 
couldn't even define what geopolitics is. And I don't care to know because it doesn't matter pertaining to what I'm, you know, everyone has their thing. And um, right. this thing that I'm into is, is a, is a, is a dead end. It's a, the nine 11 truth movement is a flight to nowhere. I'm sure I will elaborate more on that as we go, but hopefully that's sufficient. That's how I got into it. Just, I came across a platitude in two fourteen. I never had any interest in government affairs, but I, or politic, political affairs, but by default, this nine 11 enters in that realm. Okay. So I'll just voice my recollection of how we encountered each other. So I met Adam first, Adam Fitzgerald, and yep. I interviewed Adam, but he was an interesting guy. And we had, we, we are both interested in, in geopolitics. Uh, so we kind of connected on that basis because on those 9-11 forums, which I'd kind of stumbled my way into after doing uh, an interview on 9-11 uh, with Dr. Richard Elfritz, this is not an area I, I intended to go down at that time, but I, I'd always had an interest in it from the day itself. I was always like suspicious of it, let's say. And um, I met Adam, interested in geopolitics. And after doing one interview, I said, hey, how about we do a bit of a series, you know, thinking maybe it'll be uh, two or three or four interviews. And we ended up doing, I think, 25 in the series. And at some point early on in that, I saw you uh, posting and critiquing Adam and saying, oh, this guy's a shill and blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. got it all wrong about the Pentagon, right? And um, oh, yeah. the, I, I did not spend time in and internet Shanks forums. Right. Yep. Okay. We'll come, we'll come on to come on to both in a minute. I, at that time, I, I'd not yeah. really spent a lot of time uh, debating on the internet and I didn't really understand how these things went. So I thought it would be a good idea to ask you to elaborate uh we tried to set up a conversation perhaps a debate for whatever reason it didn't come together okay but we've communicated kind of on and off then uh since then and you're kind of suspicious very suspicious of adam and you're somewhat suspicious of me maybe not quite as suspicious as you are of adam but you know fairly uh that we might Correct. have bad intentions and we're spreading misinformation and i'm kind of curious about how people form their worldviews okay and 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 how it is eric that you have such a like a really strong position both on what happened and that people who don't think the same way uh it's not just they have a different perspective or a different interest that they are lying in some way that they're they're shills they're they're off the darkness they're working for an alphabet agency so that's what intrigues me i suppose how you how you've come to that perspective um and your certain let's okay, I mean, so it's unfair to say intransigency about that go, go on yep so two things you mentioned, well, two things. One thing I want to mention, by your own admission, I didn't uh, write this down verbatim, but we communicated a bit on Messenger. I'm sure if I scrolled up, you made very clear conveying you have no real interest in truth. Uh, in contrast, I have vast interest in the 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 core truths of the three main events of 9-11. I'm not, I'm not sure I said I have no interest in truth. truth there. I, that, that, I'm not sure I said I have no interest Don't in truth. Don't make me go back and find those quotes. You conveyed to me you do not care about the truth. I'm going to I'm gonna have to. I'm sorry, but... Um, okay, I might we're, we're okay. going to have to do that, but I don't feel like I mean, scrolling look, right now, then I'll mess up my phone. Go no, ahead, no, you can no, do no, that. We don't want that. While you do that... Okay, why don't you tell me what you think what you think I said, and let's see if I can remember it, and you know we can come to some sort of. Uh, it doesn't take too long to scroll it. Well, you was it recent? I, was I, it? I can't when, quote you verbatim. No, no, but, but you're saying it was recent. This we don't have too much dialogue on Messenger. No, no, but you, you're saying oh, it's no, like it's in the past recent. six months, is... right? Okay. Okay. Oh um, yes, within the past two or three months. Okay. And you conveyed very clearly that you don't care about the truth of nine eleven. I don't think I was quite being Pontius Pilate there and saying what is truth, you know. I mean, um, that's true. Jesus. You don't care about the truth. 
No, 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 True. I'm saying I'm not, I know but, I think that's a bit, bit thing, strong, so, you know? It is, absolutely, but that's what you conveyed. It's very strong. That's why we are in dire, uh, hang on, how do I phrase that? We are the antithesis of each other when it comes to looking into 9-11. You talk about geopolitics where mm -hmm. that's something, quote, we the people, end quote, can't do anything with because it's all subjective, all of it, all of it. And moreover, Adam lies in that, but that's subjective too, right? Uh, okay, so yes. And the other thing, we can go back to that, but you mentioned the worldview. My worldview is a yeah. biblical worldview, and I'm not going to go off on that, but that's fine. Say you did mention a worldview. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have a biblical right. worldview, and the biblical worldview of the the core of the biblical worldview is that people are rescued from hell and you have to believe the truth to be rescued. And that so the truth of 9-11, the three main event events pale in comparison. And just real quick, I'm going to spend 20 seconds. There's really only yep. two religions in the world. There's the religion of I, I did this good thing and I don't do bad, that bad thing. And there's the religion of Christ. Um, that comes down to, if I were to ask you, Richard, I'm not going to ask you to answer this, but you can answer it in your head and then I'll conclude as I keep talking. Uh -huh. Richard, why should God let you into his heaven? In your mind, you can phrase an answer. More than likely, it will begin with I. But the Christian, the true believer will say because of Christ. And that's the antithesis okay. of each other. Those are the only two religions. So Anyway, so where were we? You don't care about the truth of 9-11. You, you believe lies. And I think you're actually shilling when it comes to Flight 93 in Shanksville. My, and am I going too fast or am I being too harsh? No, no, it's just I'm I've trying to. One thing. And it's a little challenge here because I've, I've sort of found the messages, but not the original one. And um, oh, I'm trying to pay up? attention okay. to what you're saying. So, I was going to uh, scroll, but I don't need to because I no, know No, no, it's okay. I, I think I'm, okay. I'm pretty much there. Uh, okay. Right. So the, the, the reason I believe why I believe what I believe is, remember when we talked about I was going to go live and have a debate with Adam Fitzgerald, but I was a bit camera shy. And yes. Do you remember that? And you did. Uh, very you phoned well, me on yes. Messenger and we went face to face and we were talking about a few things and you held a book up in your hand and you, you showed it to me on screen. You said, you ever read this? I said, no, what's it about? And you conveyed it was about the plane going down at Shanksville. And I was like, un I, I have never forgot that moment. Right. And I'm like, I've never remembered it. Right. But okay. <laughs> right, right. And that's why I believe you're a shill. Because okay. how could you forget a book that you read? Right. So I, I've, uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, I mean. That's the only that. dirt I have on you. Uh, apart okay. from I mean, that, that's being not, with Adam know, it could be worse. and never uh, receiving uh, correction. Not Catholic priest level of dirt. So I'm okay with that one. <laughs> But um, let's see. I'm going to okay, let so go I've of the written, cap. I don't you, know what you just said about the priest, but false well, religion. Go on, Richard. Probably wasn't very funny. Um, okay, it's um, I put here, Eric, in response to you saying I don't care about truth. It's not that I don't care about truth. And I'm saying um, in terms of... Um, right. Well, I don't know why. So Are you this, reading it, what I, came I wrote? Analogy. You wrote? Go ahead. So I'm saying, imagine a police officer building a court case against a team of bank robbers, and he could absolutely prove, beyond all reasonable doubt, that they were responsible for 50 robberies. Now imagine if the prosecution lawyer wanted to ignore 49 of those robberies and base the case around some unproven, unprovable details of, on one of them uh, as to whether they broke the speed limit in the getaway car. 
And I'm saying that's analogous to what I think you're doing. So what I'm saying is, Eric, that 9-11 is very broad, okay? And you can absolutely prove crimes within it, right? You can prove that 9-11 wouldn't have happened without certain CIA officers being complicit in allowing the terrorists to enter the country and then blocking that information reaching the FBI. And so that that's it. You could take that to court, right? And what I think you have is this really strong fixation on the physical evidence of the plane crashes. And that's what I'd say. It's not that I don't believe in truth. I just don't think you can prove those things. Right? Oh, so wow. I think truth is very important, right? But I don't think... So let me ask then, what... Because so, your, your big thing <laughs> that you disagree with people on is the Pentagon and Shanksville. So starting with the Pentagon, you, you don't think a plane crashed either of those places, right? Yeah, I'd rather start with Shanksville, but because Shanksville is easier. Um, that is the, the foundation of a smoking gun. You know, it's interesting. You know, every David Chandler is very respected with his physics. Right. Correct. Yeah, David yeah, Chandler no, is a physicist in the 9-11 truth movement. Yes. Yes. But so, but he has never directed his physics towards what he conveys to be true. Um, he said there's real, I don't want to mishmash what he said, but he conveyed, and if not verbatim, that Evidence can be brought forth that a real plane buried itself in that hole. Yet he has never brought his physics and put them on the table and explained how um, a 757 can can hit the ground. I don't care at what speed or at what position. Well, it's it kind of relevant though, down. right? It's kind of you relevant see? what speed because if it's 10 miles an hour, it's going to just like that, okay, true. And I'm if it's 10,000 miles an hour, it's going to like cause a crater the, about a mile wide or something. So um, it, it's kind of relevant. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't care at what speed, I guess I, I, what I mean by that is he has never taken his physics and put that on the table at a, what would happen to a plane and show how it would actually bury itself in a hole. He's never done that. Right. Yet he's a phys, but he did it on the towers, but not Shanksville. That's yeah, I guess you could. I mean, my, I have a very layman's understanding, right? But what I'm saying, what I think about it is if you look at the Shanksville crash site, anyone's initial reaction will be, well, that doesn't look like a plane crash there at all. Like, there's no sign of a plane. There's just yeah. I mean, a bit of a hole in the ground, right? That's but reality. What, what, but reality is, we're in a different reality, though, Eric, because we don't, we don't exist in the reality of dealing with objects that travel at 560 miles an hour, which is about what the, the Shanksville plane was doing. So, for example, I think I sent you a video one time of a, a ping pong ball going so fast that it smashes straight through a, a bat, a table tennis bat, right? Now, normally... If you say, okay, a ping pong ball can, can knock a hole in a table tennis bat, you say, that's ridiculous. It would just destroy itself on the bat and the bat would hardly be damaged. But if you fire it fast enough, you get into a realm of physics that we don't usually encounter. We don't usually encounter okay. like high speed. So I'm hoping we can kind of move on what I, sorry, I don't mean no, to talk No, 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 come on. Like, so okay, my, my so... question then is how can you be, and this goes for either side, because I mean, we can do the Shanksville and Pentagon in one really. We can say like the same thing. Pentagon flight, it's going just a little bit slower, but it's still, uh, well accessible 500 miles an hour and it hits a wall like what do you expect with Shanksville or the Pentagon what do you expect that to look like I mean I would I would imagine it to look rather the Pentagon I would imagine it to look rather like it did like no sign of the plane on the lawn because it's traveling forwards at 560 miles an hour so that, that's what I don't understand about your position Eric where you can get this certainty from of how objects should behave when they're traveling at over 500 miles an hour I really believe common sense comes into play right here Right. Dude, it is just absolute common sense. And this is where I believe you're either, uh, this is where I believe you are shilling to just keep, uh, actually make it sound like it's a valid debate if a, if a plane hit that field. And it isn't. It's like debating if the earth is flat. That's, 
I mean, when a plane hits a hard field, it doesn't bury itself. And then they and then they go on, you know, and you can never isolate a lie because then they come up with another lie that they found 93 percent of it or 90 something, 80 something percent. Yet they never showed us. So we know it smells. The more well, you look at it, they didn't find the entire plane. They smells. found bits of it. So how fast? Was yeah, the plane no, but they claimed it was like eighty percent. They found or ninety. Right. Well, it would be. But I mean, we didn't I'm see still a picture theory, of that. It would be there, right? There was a tiny amount of human remains found, um, much so less than the say. Pentagon. But yeah, so they say. And I'm not. Look, I'm not saying you're. I mean, definitely. Right. I think there's some substantial, substantial hurdles to jump over. But Eric, ha like at some point, right? Like you would, you would acknowledge that. Okay, if I, if I have a gun. Okay, and I fire it into the ground at 40 degrees angle, right? Which is what the plane is meant to hit mm -hmm. the ground at Shanksville. Okay, if I fire uh -huh. onto a hard surface, that bullet is going to like chip the ground and bounce off, I would imagine. Absolutely. But if I fire it into, yeah, if I fire it into soft ground, like uh, mud or, or soil or an even soft soil, it's going to penetrate. It's going to go into the ground. Is... Right. So my okay. point is at some speed, there is, so no, I'm not, at some speed, that plane okay. is going to go into the ground. Like it could be, you say, well, okay, it would have to be traveling at 100,000 miles an hour to go into the ground, or it would have to be traveling at 10,000 miles an hour. But at some speed, the plane won't bounce. It will just penetrate because it's going so fast. And I don't think common sense tells you what that speed is. Like, I don't think common sense tells you that a ping pong ball uh, will go through a uh, table tennis bat. See, so you've got to give okay, me some... Okay, so it's at this point? Yeah. It's, are you done there? At this yep, point, yep. I kind of don't even, I, I believe you are S-H-I-L-L-I-E-N-G-ing -L -L -E right now. Okay, I just you can do. say dirty words on you, the podcast. You want no to make it sound like it. I just, yeah, <laughs> I just want to make it clear, capital letters, you are shilling right now. Oh, I see, it's emphasis though. Yeah, I mean, um, like, well, we can I, I go on to talk that. about that, right? But I'm, I'm just, I want to labor this point a little, because you could, you, what you won't do, though, is answer the question. Like, at what speed? Okay, Can you give me a speed? Oh, and, okay, no. I mean, I'll, I'll go there. You just made an analogy between, a, or not an analogy, a comparison or something. You put on the table a bullet and a plane, which are, a bullet doesn't separate. A plane made out of aluminum and a tail and wings and all yeah. these things, they're going to break, especially the tail is going to break off because you got your, your whatever, the velocity slowing down, slowing down, and and, and the tail will break off. It's, it's not going to follow. It's going to break off That's at 500 sense. miles an hour, right? And it's so yeah. the, speed, the difference in, in time between ground. the nose. Well, the ground is meant to be soft, okay? And I mean, if you look at that area of ground, it was a mining area, right? So, um, but you, you're still okay, not answering the question. Like you're still concrete, not giving me a speed. Basic ground. It was a basic field. It was well, just not, dirt. Well, I, I don't know how you'd know that. I mean, you didn't go there for well, sure. Well, I can see the dirt. I know. I know, but it, dirt is of different consistencies of, of softness and hardness. Um, right. I well, can tell by the plants. I can tell by looking at it. I can tell by the digging that is done by the tractor. I, I know dirt. Right. Um, so you still, I mean, I'm going to ask it one more time and then move on. No. How fast okay. would a plane have to be going to penetrate ground? Or to, to act like a bullet, I would say it isn't possible because a bullet doesn't break apart, a plane well, does. So no matter how fast it goes, it would never do that. And then nobody knows because you've never done, we've never put a plane into the ground as a test at say 700 miles an hour, 500. Right, so you don't know. That's the point. You can't prove that. I'm, I'm saying that there is a speed where it would do as a speed where like a grain of sand <sighs> would wipe out all life on Earth if it hit it fast enough, right? Where, like, I'm going to just is, bite my tongue lest I keep calling you a shill. <laughs> right, so I you mean, don't think that's true. You don't uh, think that like small objects going very, very fast will do immense levels of destruction. 
Sorry to talk over you. What do you what was your last sentence there? I'm saying there's a speed at which any small object will do an immense amount of destruction. Okay, so like the, the, if a plane small going object, fast enough sure. would cause like, you know, it could it would like wipe out the United States if it was going like the speed of light or something, okay? You know what I mean? So we're, the, we're, I, I hope we can just stop because we're debating whether or not a plane hit there and that's not my purpose. I'm, I'm, my purpose is to just, I mean, it's his, oh man. Go on. I think you know, you're not going to answer. So it, go on, go on, go on to what you want to talk about next. That's all right. Okay. So, you know, even um, Christopher Bolin, I can't pronounce his name, Christopher B, you know him. Yes, I know of him. I don't know his work at all, really. Um, he wrote the book uh, Solving 9 11. Mm -hmm. He's very respected. And uh, he made very clear that the 9 11 truth movement is full of disinformation agents forward slash shill call them what you want paid troll how do you, ma whatever. How do you make that clear Dis uh by saying it verbatim didn't you ever see the video oh. i made and i and i and i pressed uh, first i gave my opening that i believe the same evil force that did 9-11 is the same evil force behind the 9-11 truth movement as saying I'm something verbatim doesn't make it clear you have to present evidence of things like you know no i can say no, i'm seven foot tall and live in the antarctic it's not i'm saying it very clearly but it's not true so it, it, it's on, just what, you, a, what are you saying well it seems like christopher billen is conjecturing right and i he might be right okay i'm would be very surprised if intelligence agencies did not insert themselves into all sorts of truth movements to some degree i think we all suspect that anyone who's not really blue-pilled suspects that but it's just conjecture you know to saying it clearly and without ambiguity doesn't make it any more true The fact that he and everyone knows that there is shill, whatever there's truth, there's going to be people coming right. against it. Everyone knows the shill exists in the okay. debunker side of thing, like the Mick West, the Colin Doran. But when it comes to. I, I don't know. I don't know that Mick West isn't just a guy who. I think people can believe lots of different things and come up with justifications for it. You know who Mick West is? I do know. Him. I've corresponded with him a little Okay. Well, he started out as just a 9 11 debunker. And the guy is just totally exposed. He's wrong. The guy thinks Tower 7 came down by the way we were told. I mean, it's a joke. It's, does, it's like flat earth. It's, it doesn't need to be debated. The guy is a shill. He is your, he's your classic shill. I mean, point blank. End of discussion. If you, if you go along with this idea of shills, Eric, what you have to end up with is really an expansive number of people who must be on the inside, right? Because the Pentagon... You at least have hundreds, and it could be up to a couple of thousand of some sort of witnesses, whether it's witnesses at the airport where the hijackers are getting on, whether it's people who knew the hijackers beforehand, or whether it's people on the road outside the Pentagon, on the busy road outside the Pentagon, watching the plane go into the building. All those people have to be kind of in on it in some way. Like, and I, I just don't think that's orchestratable at some point. Uh, so how, how do you, how do you, how does that, does that keep you up at night wondering like, oh, how can so many people be involved and no one blows the whistle? And how could you even orchestrate to have all the shills going to be driving past the Pentagon at the right time? And... First off, um, there's definitely people involved. I mean, the, the first responders that were at the Pentagon, all of them got a feel for what wasn't there. Adam Eisenberg was there and he has gone vocal. I believe he's a total shill. He's just part of the, con the, the controlled um, uh, confusion. But well, in he that sense, no one's what... gone vocal then, because if he's part of the control confusion, you don't have any genuine witnesses coming from the Pentagon saying, hey, there was no plane. 
um, hang on. You spoke a little fast there. Can you yeah. say that again? So you haven't had anyone come forward with, in honesty, saying, hey, I was at the Pentagon that day and there was no plane. There was, I mean, there were, Adam been, Eisenberg, think, did Adam you Eisen say we haven't but, had people do that? Adam Eisenberg has. But you're saying he's a shill. So oh, lying. totally. Right. No, but he's I not can't... lying, but he's controlled because he doesn't he his his position is out of the blue. He's like, man, I just want to go forward with the truth. And so he because he, I've communicated with him a lot, talking on the phone, everything. And he says the foundation of his story is that he wanted to go forward with the truth. He got a hold of Richard Gage, set up an interview. And I remember that interview. Um, little podcast thing and he said verbatim I cannot forget what I did not see and I've talked to him you know I'm like they're all those first responders and this is where I was going with what you said concerning all the people involved everybody who was a first responder knows what wasn't there everybody's got a feel everyone's got a vibe if a plane was there or not Eisenberg was there right I don't think he's a very reliable witness if you're you yourself are saying he's a liar. Okay. <laughs> I, he's dishonest. He's not lying. It's like Craig McKee. He's not lying. He's dishonest. Next. He's dishonest. He's controlled. He can only right. go do so much. So, Eric, again, I have you to. Know, it's, not, it's not a problem for you. Oh, I have to ask you to give some account for all the people who are on the road outside the Pentagon, all the first responders, the people who saw the plane coming down in Shanksville and they saw it go overhead, uh, banking and a and then they heard a massive explosion. All of this doesn't present a problem for you that none of these people, not only have they not spoken out, they have spoken out and they've said, yeah, I saw a plane hit the Pentagon. They, you'd have to think that they were all in on it. And it, you, that doesn't keep you awake at night going, that doesn't seem to be very realistic. Well, first off, there's you cannot trust these quote-unquote witnesses. You just can't. You just can't. Just I don't have to explain why you can't. Just figure that out. That is common I sense. I think you do. <laughs> I think you don't think you can get uh, hired people to say certain things. I listened to, I watched those witnesses. If you ever watched David Chandler's The Pentagon Puzzle, you know, they have those witnesses and it, they just, they're very sterile. They're just saying the words. It's not, a, they, they're not speak. You ever get so involved with, with explaining something and even though your eyes are open, you're not seeing because you're reliving the moment and, and you get that, you see the mannerisms, you feel the realness, you're connected to the force, if you will. And, and you just know it's genuine. Just the opposite is true with these quote unquote witnesses on David Chandler's Pentagon puzzle. It's a joke. Right. Oof. They're not connected to the force. Well, how about the star witness? You ever seen that video by Art? How do you pronounce that last name? I just call him Oliver, but it's spelled O-L-I-V-I-E-R. Um, he has a video. It used to be called the star witness. And it's just a joke. This, I mean, if, if a plane really hit the Pentagon, you wouldn't need this guy to go in on 9-11 with some plane parts, a very polished interview, and hold these parts up saying yeah i just brought this back from the pentagon it's like please okay. dude just just, please. just to back up a minute eric no with regard to shanksville you, you say know, you can't believe the, the plane i'm sorry Ed, but... can, can I, i'll just finish the question eric and you, you got the usa with... today witnesses okay. right okay, okay you don't yeah, trust the, the witnesses usa but... today witnesses yeah well those usa today ones are another one these are blatant ones that if okay. it was a real event you wouldn't have these ridiculous so, witnesses 
I'm just going to go back. say about the Eric, witnesses. They're not there. genuine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go back yeah. for a second. The reason you don't believe Shanksville is because you don't believe a plane can go into the ground like that. Is that the same with the Pentagon that you don't believe a plane would penetrate through the building when it hit it at 500? There's more than just the common sense of that. There's also the mayor of Shanksville saying there was no plane. The photographers, there right. was no plane. The first with, with the, the Pentagon, corner. Eric, with the Pentagon, you don't you yeah. don't believe that. What's the, plane the question? Could... You don't believe the plane could penetrate the building. You think you would see, I don't know, the tail end of it poking out. What do you think it should look like? Yeah, absolutely. You would see some major parts outside that building. And then you would see some major parts in the building. There's two indestructible engines that were not there. Boom. Right. I've seen photographs of an engine. And again, oh, it's, sure. I don't get, I'm not, I'm not you know, saying wrong, but. <laughs> Um, uh, and the other thing about Craig hour, McKee, what happens? The other yep. thing about Craig, right? Yep. Like Adam Eisenberg, and I told you I'm going to relate that to Craig McKee. Both of those people tell the truth, although they don't bring it home. Like Craig McKee got so good at what he was doing, he had to stop. Now right. that's subjective. Or maybe he stopped because of the the COVID ruse. But come on, that stuff is well over. And the last article was about fraud just it was obvious that costi and chandler are frauds and he made it very clear and that's the last we heard of him you, you would have to think then eric that a considerable percentage of the population just the u.s population the world population are on the payroll of um some alphabet agency or our shields right because it's not just like 9-11 isn't the only conspiracy out there like this whole covid thing right that's a big thing right and yeah. then you've got the boston and this and that and the other right so be, that's a yeah. you know how because like you you're talking about i mean you're going into thousands and thousands of people at a minimum right and they all keep the conspiracy of silence and nobody ever thinks you know i don't think the cia are paying me enough to research 9-11 all the time and chill about it. i'm gonna yeah, write see, a book i don't know how that works yep i don't know how that works i kind of have to sign off on that but i just look at the evidence and something is up and there is no doubt there is complicity under the guise of nine one one truth no doubt and the first person we could go who's the most influential person exposing the official flaws uh, or the flaws in the official story is richard gage you know he's never right. spoke one word about shanksville he was scheduled to do so and i gave a word or two a couple a day or two before he was going to go on and he canceled according to sandra Jelmy. it's because he was working on a movie okay well that movie's over let's hear it richard see he's in a pickle because if he just claims reality that no plane hit the, the area, then that by default puts Chandler as a shill, Dwayne Dietz as a shill. Um, you know, Costi doesn't have a word about it because, you know, he's in a pickle. So, yeah, I don't know how it's controlled. Once you start lying, you get yourself in a pickle. Okay, but the people you're mentioning are like, and this is by your own standard here, right? You, you think the the twin towers came down and it was like there were bombs in them and all the rest. So the people you're mentioning, what do you like, mean? I uh, think that's reality. I hope you do. Okay, I'm just I'm you know I try to maintain some kind of neutrality as an interviewer. Uh, I'm not, it's not okay. the BBC well, around you here. Right? Maybe, you you know? be, so this okay. is well, where you don't like... care. This this is makes manifest that you don't care about truth. No, I think. And by the way, I what think it's you appropriate. Read, in, as a role of an interviewer, Eric, to maintain to, to just accurately portray things. Okay, now, um, okay. and as I'm saying, okay, that that is if your we thought. Were the reason I'm saying Earth, that, I hope you wouldn't no, do Eric, the same. Hang on, hang on. The reason I'm okay, saying I'm, I'm getting out of control. The reason I'm the reason I'm saying that is because ha, ha, 
Do you think it can be a net gain for the alphabet agencies to pay people like Gage and Costi and Chandler? Because haven't they done a lot to bring the truth of 9-11 to light in terms of showing what's happened at the, the Twin Towers and that kind of thing? Yes, but Alan Sobrowski made clear we the people can't do anything knowing the truth about the towers, but the Pentagon is different. We can do something. And that's why there is confusion centered around that. And I tried to get a hold of Sobrowski recently, but he's also part of the sham. Concerning that is why I got a hold of him. And uh, he just instantly blocked me. Okay. And, right. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. Because so he knows. He knows he's part of the sham. Do you think, Eric, there's a sort of psychological tendency here, maybe it's a difference between us, that um, you tend to think people who disagree with you are being dishonest, okay? And that suggests either you're discerning correctly that they are being dishonest, or mm -hmm. that you find it maybe hard to see how people can have a different perspective and not see the same things as being important. So, for example, mm -hmm. when I say to you, look, this thing about the Pentagon plane crashing uh, or Shanksville, one, I don't think there's not enough evidence for it. And two, because of one, because there's not a lot of evidence for it, I don't think it's an important avenue to explore. Like, let's allow the possibility that you could be correct, okay? Uh, I can't see how that could happen. I personally can't, I don't find the physics that compelling, and I can't get over the eyewitnesses, the sheer number of eyewitnesses. But let's say I'm wrong, right? Let's say that, that, that you know, somehow that was all orchestrated. Well, I don't think you can prove that, right? So I don't think that's as valuable as other aspects of 9-11, like demonstrating the CIA's relationship with the hijackers, say, or the general relationship with radical Islam going back through the 90s and the 80s and so on. So, like, you could say that's a legitimate difference in perspective between you and I, that people people just look at different problems and uh, people look at the same problems and they come up with different kind of solutions. Or you could say it's me being dishonest and trying to uh, obscure the truth of 9-11. And you would definitely go for the latter of those. You say it's because I'm, I'm being dishonest because I'm being, you know, somehow financially compensated for this. Um, uh, but so, yes, like, do, do you think that's a thing, Eric, that maybe you could maybe miss how people just have different perspectives? Absolutely. Not everybody is quote-unquote involved. Right. But when you look to the bigwigs like Christopher Bolin, CIT, Craig McKee, and then there's some common folks, seemingly common folks like Gene Laratonda and his sidekick, uh, sidekick, they're a couple, uh, Sandra Jelmy. I mean, what a mm -hmm. joke. I, I won't even go into that, but just guaranteed they're involved. Guaranteed. Um, Adam Ruff, guaranteed. Right. It seems like it seems like you're saying two different things here, Eric. It seems like you're saying, yeah, different perspectives can exist and not everyone's involved. However, all these people, that they don't have legitimate different perspectives. They are involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might be going a little bit. I might be making a mistake right there because those people aren't known as real heavy hitters. But right. let's just stick with Christopher Bolin and James Corbett. Ooh, Man, that 20th anniversary presentation he did, boom. That's all I got to say. Get me on the line with him. Let me ask him some questions, see how he fares. I'm not going to go into why. I, I mean, I could go into it real briefly. James Corbett on that 20th anniversary, he painted the truth movement as just a dying effort and sigh, sigh, sigh. He gave credence to there being no planes hitting the towers. That might be true. We'll never know. And he just ended it 
so like blown to the wind, powerless, state of despondency, good day. And that was closed where he could have been like, you know, we have the lawyers committee for 9-11 truth. It's public record that the, so to speak, because anyone can go on that site and see the evidence that was presented to the DOJ that the towers came down by explosive. That is, that's public record, meaning you can go on there, look it up and see it. Right. Okay. So this is like an example, Eric, of genuine difference in perspective, I would suggest, because like James Corbett, um, he did produce like, I don't know how many hours, four hours, maybe more than four hours off documentary around oh, 9-11 on the 20th anniversary. I know, those and two films I, he did, it's amazing. The, the one, films. Um, yeah, the films, uh, there's two of them, Follow the Money and War Games. Yes, absolutely, amazing. absolutely. But just around the 20th anniversary, and that also, in addition to those, in, hang on, in addition to those, he produced around four hours of the, what is it called, the secret history of Al-Qaeda, which now I know this is not going to be yeah, I remember that. but I think they're some of the best 9-11 documentaries ever made. So to say James is despondent, I think James is, you know, kind of maybe disappointed at the 9-11 truth has not achieved considerably more and would attribute that to infighting, right? And uh, he's also like the, the most active person in it in terms of creating content, which decimates the 9-11 narrative from multiple angles so i don't necessarily think it's fair to say yeah but not really you know, he's just, he doesn't he he's definitely right? involved and he's okay. made, I mean, involved i'm what i mean involved like no i didn't mean involved like a shill i'm in on a good oh. sense he's done amazing work like amazing those the war games and um follow the money incredible they're like a transcript and everything yes if he is a shill again he would seem to be a net loss for the cia overall but when it comes to what are you saying about the CIA? I think if he is if he is, you know, on the payroll of the CIA, again, much like the, the architects and engineers, it would seem to be a net loss. Like they're probably not getting their money's worth from, from James if he's hired to cover up 9-11. Well, there's nothing we can do about the information he gives. Notice he never says one word about Shanksville, about what is true. And, and he's never said anything that I know of. I know Gage has never spoken. Why word. do you think there's nothing we can do with that information? But there is something we can do with information, particularly around the Pentagon and maybe Shanksville, too. But I think the Pentagon is the one you really emphasize. Well, first off, I don't know how that works, but Alan Sobrowski does. And he said that's the way things really are when it comes to the Pentagon. You know, and it might irk we the people to know the 60 million dollar memorial was built upon a lie. But you don't hear that economy of words. The $60 million memorial was built upon right. a lie. That should be a mantra every year at that site. But instead, they go to ground zero and do the same old nauseating stuff that gets nowhere. I thought this was supposed to be about justice for Bobby McIlvain and everyone else. And by the way, I just want a side note. I'm not trying to start a, I don't know what you would call it, a revolution or a new um, I, I'm very clear, as I made and clear in that two-minute video I made, that justice for 9-11 will occur after this life. Okay. It's not going to happen in this life. Oh, that's another thing I need to mention that I mentioned in my short little video, that the DOJ is in bed with the Lawyers Committee for 911 inquiry. Those right. two are in bed together. Okay. Okay. Any questions you'd like to ask me as someone who is quite probably a shill or, or however you think about it? Any questions? Yeah, yeah why can't you? Does it bother you that Adam Fitzgerald still gives credence to Tower 7 coming down without explosives? No, not at all. 
But, I mean, Adam's quite well, clear that he's not. Again, that makes manifest similar... that you don't care about the okay. truth. Okay, okay. If you're going to ask the question, you're going to wait for the answer. Um, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, Adam just takes a very sensible position, right? That uh, he's not a physicist, <laughs> doesn't have physics knowledge, so it's not a, a good area to focus on. <laughs> and it, in a sense, you have to contrast that, Eric, with the weight that he's brought to his geopolitical studies, okay? And think, well, it detracts from it if you just throw some pop physics in alongside it. Now, what Adam and I did do regarding Building 7 and the towers is we did, I think uh, the interview ran on for about two hours, interview with David Chandler, where I spent really quite a bit of time before that. And I've got a very limited knowledge of physics myself, but I collated all the criticisms that I could find of Chandler. I asked people, I researched them going way back. I tried to understand them best as I could. And I tried to give David Chandler like the hardest interview I could to draw the best out of him, right? So... Adam was involved in that, right? So you can say, well, you know, he doesn't speak enough about the physics, but I would say we, we in our own way, made a contribution there uh, through that approach. So I don't think we exactly eschew it, right? And yeah, I can't understand. I didn't actually ask David that much about Building 7 because I couldn't find any sensible questions to ask. I couldn't find any questions that made sense in my own head as to why this building was doing what it did. So I, I focused a bit more on the Twin Towers. Did you interview David Chandler? Am I understanding yes. that right? I, I did. Nice. Yes. Can Adam, you put Adam a link of that in this in the description below? I will. Yes. Awesome. Okay. How long have I we been of... on? I think we're done. <laughs> right. So we're, we're we've been on like I mean it's getting on for forty five minutes or so. Okay. Right. Is there anything else you want to ask or? Um. Yeah. Let me think of another question for you. Let me think. Right. Um. So are you? When it comes to the Pentagon, you're convinced a plane hit. And when it comes to Shanksville, you're convinced a plane hit. Yes, Eric. I can't see how you can have that many eyewitnesses, you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, the eyewitnesses are not are just, they're not evidence. They're not. And I go, okay. oh, I, and the I'm pretty sure in court, is, eyewitnesses are anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. One, yeah, that's a genuine. Okay. The other thing I wanted to mention is you just conveyed uh three minutes ago that you don't you're not an expert and so you can't know if the buildings came down by explosives and i remember there's a a woman who died recently a couple years ago and she made very clear she was um in the same field as chandler into physics mm -hmm. and she said you don't have to be an expert to see these towers exploded and you mm -hmm. don't and it's my position you don't have to be an expert to see no plane hit the field and no plane hit the pentagon yeah that's this is my problem with the idea you don't have to be an expert to see things because you you might not have to be an expert to see the towers explode. okay let's allow that or building seven but then this idea if you don't have to be an expert expands to you don't have to be an expert to comment on all sorts of things and suddenly you're getting yourself into trouble because that's it turns I, out you well, do need to you know something. don't though you really don't i mean when a plane hits a building it's going to leave some, some some pieces and you know the the other thing you go the further you go back to the day of the event, you're gonna get reality, you're gonna get portions of good truth. Like Jamie McIntyre conveyed that the whole plane went into the Pentagon and there was no pieces except small pieces you could fit in your hand. But later on we see big pieces. So we know something's up there. And that wasn't out of his view. It was right in front of the lawn. They they put big pieces of plane. Right. So Oh man, right. this okay, is where Eric. common sense needs to just take a hold and boom. But people don't do that, and no one drives this home. 
and it's just a big web of confusion and nobody knows. We just don't know what happens. And Richard Gage sitting in on October 25th, 2021 or 20, I think it was with Chandler 21 with Chandler and Fitzgerald was in there. And uh, Gage says, I'm delighted to be looking at this, at, at this compelling evidence, the delighted, to be looking at compelling evidence that Flight 77 really hit the Pentagon, please, mm -hmm. Gage, just please. He's just saying that. He's shilling. Boom. Right. So, like, you think that I'm receiving a financial reward, and I'll throw Adam's name into the mix, that Adam and I are receiving some sort of financial reward for the work oh, we do. man, you're doing something. You're... Adam is definitely, some kind of reward. absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you're doing something dishonest. And if right. people do things for money, you're definitely being dishonest for something. Absolutely. I mean, I don't believe you. I mean, you come across as a very smart person. You know, I'm not saying I'm smart. I just have common sense and I don't care of the implications of these lies that mm. were told to us on that day. Well, that's what I fundamentally do. I think your common sense is getting into trouble, Eric, because I don't think we can apply common sense to what happens with objects well, traveling at 500 miles. It was an hour. August 11th, 2021 that I came up with, you know, the same evil force and the things, the events that have happened since then is proving it more and more, I believe is solidifying. Unless I'm delusional as time goes on, I'll be delusional. Put me on stage with gauge or Boleyn and just let those guys make a mockery out of me. I, I want to be corrected if I'm delusional. Well, how okay? I'm, I'm going to ask this, and then I'm done. Right? How would you be corrected? Because you don't seem to let any information in that is contrary to your position, and you don't look at what anyone else is saying, and you don't read any more broadly. So I'm not sure how it would be possible for you to be corrected. Okay, let him expound upon why we can't know who these dis disinformation agents are. Speaking of Christopher Boleyn, on that little video I made. Maybe you could put that in the description. I don't care about views. I'm just saying so people can hear Christopher say, boom, point blank. And when you go, and my video is linked to the original video where he said that. It's short. It's like 10 minutes. And Christopher Boleyn says, point blank, the 9-11 truth movement is filled with disinformation agents. Okay. There's a guy I just talked to who's his friends with Gage. And I said, well, why doesn't anybody expound upon that? You know what he said? Because we don't know who they are. Oh, really? How about September Clues? That's a group. You ever heard of them? I have not. Okay. That's a group that says nobody died in the Twin Towers. Mm. And this under the, I mean, this is so, this is way out there stuff. But they're also, I mean, you got people like Sheila Casey, very well-respected woman, worked with CIT. And she's now going forward claiming no airplanes hit the towers. What a joke, Sheila. And I know she is shilling. I mean... Yeah, no, I think it's quite possible. I think, like, the interjection of nonsense could well be a... Yeah, I, I think you could... Have a very good point there. I do think you can get yourself and that, into you know, trouble that's, looking she's for She's a shill. She is doing something. Yeah, right. She's I think you can cause more for... harm than good, right? Because you start accusing lots of people. It ends up being very divisive, right? So I, I think... Well, the, yeah, the I need to be corrected. I'm... A bit like the witch hunts, right? You end up like burning a lot of innocent you people. Know, I may be calling. We're talking over each other. I'm sorry. Okay. I may be calling people shills who aren't, but man, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. It's like no way, no way does she believe what she's proclaiming, and that should 
that should get the alarm attention of people. And Christopher Boleyn should should expound upon what he said and be active. I thought this truth movement is still active, but no, it's dead and it's dying. And I know all these people want to eventually get out of it. I'm just going to say something real quick. Um, mm -hmm. August 11th, 2021, when it hit me, I phoned up Dwayne Dietz, went face to face with him on Messenger. And maybe he forgot who he was talking to, but I conveyed clearly to him, you know, I believe the same evil force that did 9-11 is behind the truth movement. And he said, you know what he said? He said, that hasn't come out yet. Like, whoa, like that's a plan in the future. Right. Like one one group is going to point to another group. I don't know, that's speculation, but I know what I heard. Because mm -hmm. what I'm saying is Richard Gage doesn't want to keep doing this. He wants to get out. Christopher Boleyn doesn't want to keep doing this. The lawyers committee doesn't want to keep doing this. They they need an escape to get out. And, you know, eventually they're going to say, well, there's no grand jury. It's not going to happen, even though it's been five years telling us it is. And so that's why Corbett goes on the 20th anniversary and gives the dying message, not the hopeful message, because he's a shill. I want to go live oh, with Corbett, not right. because I want a platform. I just want to ask him questions, but he won't do it. I know he won't because right. he'll get perplexed. He's probably got because more. Because once you, you know, lie, do his time than I do. Once <laughs> you lie, anyway, once you lie, you ever notice you can never isolate one lie? You can't. Um, once yeah. you stand on a lie or once you lie, you are stuck. And that's why none of these guys will go live with me. You're kind of a. You don't not care about sure the truth. That's the reason, um, I don't care about the truth. I, I've told you that's not true. I didn't say I didn't care about the truth. I'm going to find that verbatim. I will find that verbatim where you right, what yes, you said because what okay. you read was either after okay. or before. <laughs> find it, you know, soon enough. I'll read it into the end of the podcast. Okay. I don't mean right now. I just mean you know the next few days. And don't go deleting it. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's all right. We'll I say it. that joke. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Eric. I'm. I'm. I think we've. Look, I think I understand you a lot better at the end of this, right? Okay, so sometimes cool. I'm a bit perplexed. Why do you think what you think? I think I understand you a lot better. Um, so thank you for that. Anything else you want to say? or No, just I do want to mention that to please post that video of you and Chandler in the description. Yeah, it's on my channel. I'll put it in the description of this video. No problem. Okay. And okay. again, I just wanted to mention the truth movement is pales in comparison about the truth about how to get to heaven and it comes by believing okay real quick you, hey richard yep. just real quick i am not going to carry on with this do you know the most famous verse in the bible king james version of the bible uh, uh the most famous verse in the bible oh, verse in the bible 3, um john three sixteen. is it he who believes yes. in me yep yep yeah it believes there it is it's for right. god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son so that who should ever believe not be a good person not go to church it's believe and by believing mm. you get a new birth god changes you but it starts with believing romans three ten that you're not a good person right well i can't help but notice the parallel there that there, the, in terms of 9-11 truth what people believe is very important to you right? oh i've dude i've seen parallels all through the bible in 9-11 truth if right. people would have if this was a genuine movement if this was a genuine movement, they'd be separating the wheat from the tares. You know, we got yes. the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, the prosperity gospels. Those are the dogs outside. The truth, the Christianity is pure because we stand on doctrine. 
and we stand on what is true. And it is at it is, I will say, objective truth that no plane hit the Pentagon and no right. plane hit that field. Right. That's what the evidence shows. But you got Claudio Marty, who just allows everything. That's another thing. I oh I, I there was a guy with a banner. You know, I used to talk to Claudio Marty on the phone and we used to talk and we, you know. I used to right. be really involved and before these guys started hating me and I used to talk to him and all of a sudden I seen a guy with a banner proclaiming no airplanes hit the towers and I got a hold of Claudio. I was like, dude, is this a real banner? Why would you allow someone to run a banner that says I am the face of truth and proclaim this nonsense analogous to the flat earth? And he, mm -hmm. and then when he saw that I was questioning Chandler, he got mad, blocked me, and boom, like that. There's another shill for you. Okay. He doesn't care about the truth. No, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing the parallel there. The parallel I was actually noticing really was between your approach to religion and your approach to 9/11, and this idea it would be it's all it's very important Absolutely. to believe the right things. Okay, and very I suppose important. that's not foundational. How I would things. think of it. Yes, I would not think of it that way, Eric. Either either Christianity or 9/11 necessarily. Well, Christianity is spiritual so that you can't believe the truth because it's a spiritual thing and God has to open your eyes to it. Okay. But that's also connected to what you believe. But 9-11 is in the natural. Just use your eyes, use your common sense, and you'll see. Right. It has nothing to do with God. Okay, Eric, thank you very much indeed. Anything further to add? No, but I'm hoping nothing further. Maybe we could do it again. Maybe we can do it again. Maybe we'll get, you know, Adam along with, oh, no, I don't want to draw him into it. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I don't want to mess around with that. That's just, that would be like bringing a, a Mormon on a Christian discussion. It's just so far from truth. It right. wouldn't be necessary or right. needed. See, people usually think hurtful. Adam is evil and malevolent, and I'm um, I'm more of a dupe, you know, which I don't uh, like. I prefer to be yeah. evil than a dupe, you know. That's, that's, that's right. Deal. But anyway, At least Adam's getting I'm paid. Living. <laughs> yeah, I only get half his salary. You don't have to work as hard anyway. Uh, all the work he does, though, you'd deserve it if he did. You know, it's not yeah, easy. Adam Green always praises his good work. There's another one for you. Yeah. Oof. Okay. And on that note, and on that note, we'll cut it there, Eric. I'm subjecting people now. Hey, real now, quick, I just want to yeah, mention on, my Facebook page, real quick. Just yes. Quick, yes. There. My Facebook page got deleted. The one prior to that, I had a, a shill list, and right. Adam was at the very top. And everybody was in in affirmative that that dude is a shill. That's all I got. Oh say. well, there you go then. Okay, I mean if everybody and on there, Facebook page. There's a lot it, of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Ah, Eric. Okay. All right, Richard. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Speak again soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.